When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where you go? Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into the Monday edition of Inside the 20 with myself and Keith Niebuhr. It is our job to get as much recruiting intel to you within the 20 minute mark, and we're going to do our best to make that happen. Keith, welcome in, big dog. How you doing? I'm good, man. Ready to get rolling. Let's go. Well, let's do it. Before we do, man, let's give a big uh, how about you to Caleb Schofield with Mike Patton Auto down in LaGrange, Georgia, 1406 Lafayette Parkway in LaGrange, Georgia. Caleb got a, uh, if you need a, need a used or new car, give Caleb Schofield a call. Sells new Ford, Lincoln, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and even Hondas. Fantastic used car lot. Keith knows he just purchased one from Caleb. Did a fantastic job. And Keith, with his new with his used car, got a free multi point inspection before we sell them. And also, you got a three month, three thousand mile warranty on all used cars. The new cars come with a lifetime powertrain warranty, unlimited mileage, unlimited time. Give Caleb Schofield a call. And if you're not in the market and you know somebody is, Caleb pay you 300 bucks for sending to sending them to him. And also, the, maybe the best deal here, Auburn Live subscribers, $1,000 off the, <clears throat> the asking price of new vehicles. Just call him, get $1,000 off immediately. $27,000 car becomes $26,000 just because you're a subscriber to Auburn Live. 334-531-0996, Caleb Schofield, Mike Patton Auto in LaGrange. Well, Keith, coming off a uh, a win for Auburn, and there were a couple of recruits there, not many. We didn't expect a big recruiting turnout for the Missouri game. Auburn did win. I shouldn't say that. Missouri lost. Uh, so you had one official visitor there in Ashley Williams, the four-star edge from Zachary, Louisiana, you had the IMG guys there for, I think, a half, and then they bolted and went to Tuscaloosa for the Alabama-Vanderbilt game. You had Gabe Harris was among them, the four-star edge. Uh, other than that, really nothing too significant as far as recruiting goes, Keith. Your takeaway from the Missouri game yeah, and recruiting. 11, uh, sorry, uh, 11 a.m. games are sure. not, not ideal. Uh, but it was it was a good situation for Auburn to have Bradenton IMG, which you know has – four dozen division one prospects playing in Phoenix city the night before they beat central in a, in a really well contested game. Uh, so in, in IMG senior class, really Auburn's only involved with what a couple of guys, one being Gabriel Harris, you mentioned him, the Georgia commit four-star edge. This guy's absolutely dynamite player, high motor. I talked to the strength coach down at IMG last week and he raved about the kid's work ethic and just said he has that extra gear both in practice and in the weight room, and that's that's impressive. So he's committed to Georgia, uh, but if it's not Georgia at the end of the day, it'll probably be Auburn. So what gives Auburn a chance? Uh, well, he likes the coaching staff, Rock Bell and Tony, for one, the edge coach. 
He's friends with Adam Hopkins, a four-star receiver commit. Very good friends. They both grew up in Thomasville. In fact, who was there too? Should mention. Right. You're right, Jeffrey. Uh, he showed up at the game just to talk to and hang out with his buddy Gabriel Harris. And then three, he wants to play early. I mean, he made no bones about that. I want to play early, period. Well, Iku Leota, Derek Hall, guys that are playing pretty well, might not see them next year for Auburn, right? Pretty good chance, uh, very good chance. And so uh, the opportunity to play early at Auburn is certainly there. Now, Georgia has a dynamic edge of its own, edge outside backer Nolan Smith, and he's probably going to be a first-round pick. So they can kind of pitch that too. But, you know, Auburn's hanging around. Uh, obviously, you know, people say, well, how can you say this? We don't even know if the staff's going to be here. Well, that's true. So that's why we talk about what we know. And what we know is these guys are the coaches right now. That's it. That's all. That's our job. It's not to speculate as to what the next seven steps are going to be. We can only go based off of what we know right now. What we know right now is the staff that's in place is in place. And this guy, Gabriel Harris, likes these guys. Now, second guy, Jeffrey, is Cameron Lenhart, who's an edge. Oh, yeah. And, and decommitted from Nebraska recently. And we were told that, you know, he's probably a down the line edge guy for Auburn, but I guess he's playing some middle linebacker at IMG. And we're told that Auburn likes him a little bit at that position. They were pleasantly surprised by his movement. Okay. Uh, you know, obviously, Auburn's going to need to sign two linebackers, we've been told, and will probably take a third in the portal. Uh, so they're going to take a look at him at that position, too, or are taking a look at him. Uh, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know whether. I don't think uh, Cole Pinkston was at the game that I'm not sure he spotted him or not. So we, we cannot confirm if Lenhart was there or not. I mean, we think he was, but sure. you know, there was a whole team. It's hard to find everybody. Uh, but the main guy right now is Gabriel Harris. And, you know, Auburn's hanging around They're They're in it with a lot of edges. Uh, I don't know if they're in great shape for any of them, but they're in it. They're battling. And uh, he's one of them. Yep. Uh, one of them, they are in great shape with, or at least presumably uh, Ashley Williams, the four-star yeah. from Zachary, who came in for an official visit. He's committed to Auburn. He flipped his commitment from Nebraska to Auburn back in early August, I believe. He was there on an uh, official visit with his mom, his dad, his brother. He left saying that he was locked in with Auburn. He didn't see that changing. He's not sure if he's going to take any other visits, which is weird. You know, you hear recruits all the time. Oh, I'm 100% committed, but I might visit Florida State. Um, but as it stands now, he is committed, doesn't see that changing. He had a really good time. It was his first Auburn game. And, you know, Keith, we talk about sometimes the perception from recruits are a little bit different from, from fans and even yeah. sports writers. And, you know, yeah. and I'm, I walk away from that game Saturday. Uh, I, I watched it with my dad Saturday and I don't think we've ever laughed as hard as we did. Um, I, it was, it was, it was just, it was, it was humorous. It was entertaining. It was yeah. funny that neither team could get, could do anything basically in the second half. But Ashley says, man, it was suspenseful. You know, I, I, my heart was beating fast the whole time. You know, I'm glad that we came out with a win. It was a great game. The crowd was electric, and even though it was an 11, 11 o'clock game. And I'm going, well, you know, that just further proof that these recruits, are looking at different things than what fans are, what what guys like us cover the um, the, the team <clears throat> see. It was um, surprising to me. E even the Penn State game, you know, you heard some positive reviews or, or, or different perceptions of the game. And Ashley Williams was one of them. He left there saying, hey, I'm locked in. Uh, I'm ready to go. He loves Rock Bell and Tony. He's – uh, he loved Derek Hall. Derek Hall went off. Derek Hall might have had his best game as an Auburn Tiger. He was one of the lone bright spot in, in a blue jersey Saturday. So, 
it was good to have Gabriel Harris and Edge, Ashley Williams and Edge, both sitting there watching as Derek called the long bright spot. Yeah. And, hey, and I guess Echo did too. He had a, yeah. he had a big sack. Yeah, and Jeffrey, let me point out one thing to recruiting, but not recruiting. I mean, he's on the team now, Derek Hall. But going back to his recruitment, uh, you know, you and I were, were competitors back then, but we covered his recruitment and we knew that he was high on Auburn and, and all that. And it looked like he was going to Auburn. But late in that process, there were some at Auburn that did not want to take him. Believe it or not, there, there were some on the Auburn staff that watched his senior film. And by the way, I've actually confirmed this with many people and talked to coaches on other staffs who said, yeah, his senior film was God-awful. Really? God-awful. But at the end of the day, they just figured, this guy's such an athletic freak. You got to take him. You absolutely have to take him. And I will say this. Funny story, Jeffrey. I, I was looking for something to do that signing day, so I drove down to Gulfport the night before. That's right. And Derek and his mother had me over at the house. Now, you don't tell the readers that. You know, they don't need to know that. You know, sometimes we already know what's going on. And, you know, you know this, Jeffrey, we have stories pre-written and we just we uh, we honor the the, uh, the suspense. Sure. We honor the uh, the word, our word and, and keep things quiet. But anyway, I was in their living room when another SEC head coach called and and Derek Hall's mother, Stacy, is the one of the funniest, most genuinely nice people I think I've met in this business. And she looked at the phone to see who was calling. I'm not going to say who it was. And she just she looked at the phone. And just had this look of disgust on her face. And she just tossed the phone to the couch and said, I'm not picking this crap up. <laughs> it, it was so funny. It was so funny. It just showed you a lot of things, you know, that, that, uh, man, some of these guys do not quit. But, yeah, but so just one of those things, you know, we think of these things now. He's probably, I mean, could you, you can make the argument he's Auburn's best player, right? Yes. And Easily almost. And there were, and Auburn was not the only staff. There were other staffs that were like, well, He's got an upside, but I don't know, man. You know, and Auburn was that Marcus was like, Woodson? What's that? Was it Marcus Woodson? He, that's right. Yeah, he was a mm-hmm. lead recruiter on that one. But I mean, obviously, uh, Auburn didn't have an edge coach then, so it was Woodson and 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 uh, Rodney Garner would have been the D line coach. But you know, there was some again that you know you watch the guys film and you're like, boy, he's you're balancing things out. Okay, high upside, good motor, but man, this film is not what it needs to be, and they addressed that with him. And apparently he took the criticism very, very well, like a mature, sure. quite frankly, he is a mature young guy, anybody that's ever talked to him. And, uh, and they ended up taking him and, and, you know, thank God. Right. If you're an Auburn fan, because he's, he's got a lot better every year. Did you meet uncle Buckshot? Uh, I, uh, no, I, who did I meet the grandmother? I, I went to their house a couple times. The grandmother, very sweet lady. You know, he comes from a great family. I think his mom was a, is a teacher. He's got a sister, I believe, an older sister that's a teacher. And then I want to say his grandmother may have been a teacher too. But the, but no, I don't think I met his uncle. His father works at a casino down in Gulfport. And our good friend Philip Marshall, you know, loves the casinos. So I, <laughs> I got those two connected. You know? Derek said me and Uncle Buckshot would get along real well. Uh, oh, I don't think I met him, no. No, but really nice family down in Gulfport. But again, it just, you know, again, not everything is a slam dunk. And yeah. sometimes on our board, people say, well, why don't they just take this guy? And there's a lot of tough decisions to be made. Just because you have holes doesn't mean you in your lineup or roster doesn't mean you absolutely just take a kid. You still got to trust your your own evaluations. And now the Auburn, Auburn football staff, and I don't know whether they're any good or not, because 
who am I to evaluate people? But uh, I'm saying they're evaluators, they're scouts. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm saying I don't, I'm not able to judge, but you know, they've really beefed up their scouting department. Drew Fabianich is the director of scouting, you know, 18 years, I think with the Dallas Cowboys was once the defensive line coach at Tennessee. So you pay these people for a reason. I mean, you, you have to trust their evals and, uh, you hope in the end it works out, but it certainly worked out with Derek Hall, but it almost didn't. Speaking of evals, Auburn sent out another offer last night to a defensive back from down in South Florida, if I'm not mistaken, Keith, Edwin Joseph. Uh, and I think you got him on the horn shortly thereafter. What, uh, what yeah. do you know about Edwin? Yeah, this is an interesting one. We actually heard a little bit about him last week that he could visit this week. And, of course, like an idiot, I just put it off and didn't look into it further. And then Auburn offered him a scholarship. So, yeah, exactly. So, uh, six foot, 175, plays at Hollywood Shamanad Madonna, which same school that produced Sean Shivers, same school that produced, I think, Elijah Canyon. Uh, but they're yes. winning They're winning multiple state titles down there. And Broward County is now – it's not Dade County anymore where Miami is. Broward County, where Fort Lauderdale is, really the epicenter of high school football recruiting, not only in the state of Florida, but arguably the entire country right now. And that school is one of the three or four best programs. I'll give you the four. St. Thomas Aquinas, we've all heard of that one. Plantation American Heritage, which gave Auburn the speedy receiver a few years ago. Uh, and then you have uh, Fort Lauderdale Cardinal Gibbons. Uh, Dillard, which you know produced all those, those studs for Auburn back in the 90s, is making a comeback. But the other one really is Hollywood Shamanad Madonna, loaded program. This guy plays a lot of different positions, but Auburn is recruiting him at corner. I think there's a very good chance he's going to be at Auburn this weekend. I mean, he he, he gave Chad Simmons of on three a top four last week, but he told me uh, last night that the young man, Edwin Joseph, that's not really a top four. It was more of these are the schools that are recruiting me the hardest. Uh, but so anyway. Who were uh, they? Uh, yeah, I'm looking it up right now. I, got look <laughs> I, I had to BS for a little bit. Okay. Okay. Who's he talks to the most? Miami, Penn State, Louisville, and Utah. But the door is 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 open for other schools, and Auburn knows that. And uh, and I think Auburn might have a realistic chance to get become a factor here. I mean, you generally don't offer a kid at this point if you you're not just throwing offers out. You're you're uh, you know you, you you do your research. The kid's playing well. Uh, he's at a great program. Damian Jones, I believe, is the coach. Does an unbelievable job down there. So I think they're going to have a shot here. We'll see. He's got to visit once. He says, hey, if I come up, and I think he will, and it goes well, I'll probably come. And, and, and if they keep talking to me, obviously, then I'll come back for an official visit. So I think moving forward, he's going to be somebody to watch. Now, again, we don't know. I don't know what we don't know, Jeffrey, where he is on the board. You know, these things we don't know. But they did offer him. And, uh, you know. Um, at cornerback. That's right. He says mostly corner, whatever that means. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, somebody to track moving forward. I think, no doubt. New offer, and then you've got uh, Tadarius Collins coming in this next week. You've got there was another. Oh, Alex Sanford, who was supposed to be at the Missouri game, yeah, and uh, is going to come in for an official visit for the LSU game. I'm expecting a a second, the, the second best looking list for a night game this Saturday night. As far as recruiting goes, this is a game that you want to get recruits to the atmosphere and stuff. Uh, Jordan Harry under the lights is about yeah. um, as good as you're going to get this this year, especially with the home schedule. So, no, you're right. Can I can I say one thing, please? You know, you got I always cut you off. You got people, kids in Atlanta. I know fans aren't going to want to hear this, but you've got kids in Atlanta and Chattanooga and uh, Columbia, South Carolina, Jacksonville. They never get a chance to see LSU because it's so far away. So that's another hook. 
to get them to Auburn. You say, well, what, what, why do you want them coming to look at LSU? You don't care. You just want them at your stadium. And if you put on a good show and if they like talking to your coaches and your support staff and they see the energy in the stadium, then you can win over some of these kids. And, you know, for the 2023 class, it's obviously getting later and later in the cycle. Uh, but for 24s and 25s, that's significant. So LSU, like Auburn, is a big name. People want to see Auburn. Then you throw a second big name and they want to go see them too. So it's a it's an attractive matchup to a lot of kids because they just – Look, Jeffrey, if you and I live in Orlando, that's a hell of a drive to, to Baton oh, Rouge, right? Man. Not so bad to Auburn to see LSU. So, again, you, you get kids to your school any way you, you can, basically. And I think uh, uh, I think it's going to be another marquee matchup. I really do. And uh, You know, there's a chance that Lewis Carter, the four-star linebacker in Tampa, that Auburn's been heavily recruiting, a chance he could be up there. They're working on him hard. Um, it's Went gonna be Friday night. You did, too, yes. didn't you? Yeah, I did. I did. Christian Robinson, you're right. Auburn's linebackers coach was there. He's a great player. Uh, I mean, to me, he's probably Auburn's. If it's not Jaden Osbury, it's got to be him's top linebacker prospect. And the guy you mentioned, Alex Sanford, I think you've been all over this. I kind of think Auburn's got a real shot to flip him from Arkansas. Apparently, his family is really high on Auburn. We'll see. Yeah, that'll be one to watch. Uh, we mentioned uh, evals this past weekend. Christian Robinson went to see Lewis Carter. He then left and went to Carrollwood Day to watch Clay Whedon, the Michigan State Offensive Line Commitment. You had Ike Hilliard, Cadillac Williams, both at the IMG Central Phoenix City game. And Jimmy Brumball was out watching Stephen Johnson, the school in LaGrange, a defensive lineman. Also has Raul Aguirre, a linebacker. And there was one other coach. Who am I forgetting? Zach. Zach went to see Thompson, Clay Chalkbull, which both teams are full of 2023, 2024, and even 2025 recruits. Uh, so Auburn was back on the road this past weekend. And, you know, you, you mentioned Jaden Osborne. He's the guy I'll be watching to see if he's going to come back in this weekend for, yeah. for an unofficial visit. And yeah, Notre, Dame, you know, Notre Dame's off to a, a you know, not a great start. Uh, Auburn's three and one, but you know, not a – not a pretty three and one. Yeah. Again, we, we thought, you know, I say we because you and I talk to different people and some of the same people. And I think we're on the same page on that one too, which is if these guys are around to coach next year, then you know, if, if it's if it's December and, and it's looking like these guys are going to be back, then maybe they'll have a shot with Jaden Osbury. They they have felt that way from what I'm told. I think you've heard the same thing. Sure. Yeah. I'm not trying to steal your info here. Or, no, you know. I, I, that, that's a uh, lot. <laughs> I thought Clay Whedon was an interesting eval. Yeah, and I talked to him Sunday night. You know, again, big offensive lineman, Michigan State commit. Uh, I guess he could play. Jeffrey, you know, you you made a great point. They're recruiting swing guys on the offensive line. You mentioned that the last couple of weeks. Clay's a big kid, six six or so, but he could play inside or outside. You know, right tackle or guard. Uh, they went and saw him, and, and you know, he he says, and I'm gonna have a story uh, at some point Monday. He says he hears a lot from Auburn, including Brian Harson, and they're trying to get him to visit. Um, he is going to try. Uh, unfortunately, I think his open week is Auburn's open week. And that always kind of stinks a little bit because, you know, it's it's not, you know, and, and I will say this too. Let me just point this out. It's not always about time. Jeffrey, uh, you know, you and I don't come from rich families. And or at least I did. And I don't, I don't know if you did. Maybe you, you might have been driving a Mercedes as a 16-year-old hotshot in Alabama. I don't know. But, I mean, getting from Tampa up to Auburn, isn't a $30 deal, right? All right. Gas, hotel, you need probably two nights hotels, right? Because at least one. So it's it's expensive. So I, those things come into play too. But he's going to try, I think, to get up to Auburn this season. 
So that's interesting. I'm curious to see, is he moving up the board? Is he still, or is he a down the line guy? He says that Auburn's telling him, yeah, they want, they want him. He's, he's a take right now. So we'll see. And getting to Michigan state's even harder to get to from Auburn. So, or uh, then Auburn. So that's one to follow as well. We'll, we'll see. He, he he's an awesome dude. I, I I'm a Clay Whedon fan, regardless of where he goes to school. I think one, one other thing, Keith, real quick yeah. inside, we got a, a minute left, but uh, you know, I'm going to be keeping a track of the weather this weekend. Yeah, yeah. That that storm is supposed to be hitting Auburn, I think Friday, Saturday is the timeline. So, you know, there's always something with Auburn LSU, right? I mean, there's oh, yeah. always something. Certainly this could be the uh, the hurricane game, or, but uh, certainly something to keep an eye on. And we will – and we'll be back Wednesday to talk about the uh, some some unofficial visitors expected to come in this weekend. We're expecting it to be a pretty good list. Uh, maybe not as good as the Penn State game, but certainly probably the second best that we'll see all season. Uh, night game under the lights at Jordan-Harris Stadium. Hey, so y'all be on the lookout for that on Wednesday. We're going to have the call-in show tomorrow night. We'll be back Thursday with a modcast, and we'll do another little recruiting recap on Friday. We appreciate everybody listening. If you're not a member of Auburn Live on 3, now is the chance to do so. 50% off. We'll even give you the first week free. Also, if, if you're watching this on YouTube, man, go like and subscribe to that Auburn Live channel. We would appreciate it. We don't ask for anything other than your you, you subscribe. Turn on those notifications. You'll get the uh, videos as soon as they get uploaded, man. We appreciate everybody. Stay tuned this week for all the content, free content on YouTube from Auburn Live on 3. For Keith, for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lee. Y'all stay out of the left lane, please. See you.